Welcome back. It's the Can Do Divas, Tiana and Chasta. Hello and welcome to the Can Do Divas. I'm Gianna Franco. And I'm Chasta. What's a Can Do Diva? It is people trying to live a fun, fulfilled, and fearless life. And we are having podversations. We've got to start using that because that seems to be catching on. I can't tell you how many times. I think we introduced that on our last yes, podcast. Yes, we did. Gianna's brainchild of Hashtag pod- it. <laughs> podversation. We're going to give all credit to Gianna. Hashtag it. But I got a couple of text messages this week from friends like, I love the idea of podversation, which is what we've been doing this whole time now. We just have a clever little buzzword for it. I know. A it's hashtagable, good. Tweeter, tweetable buzzword for it. I don't want anyone else to steal it either. That is a can-do diva thing. So hashtag podversations when you tag us in anything. Yes. Um, Basically, that's what this is. We are having a conversation on a podcast. Chast and I are best friends, broadcasters, mommies, working moms. I mean, women who rock it in male-dominated industries. So, you know, we're very proud of that. And we hope these podversations inspire you to be very very proud of the things that you are doing. And we are hoping that some of the stuff you take away from you on our podcast, our conversations, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. help you in your life. You know, if you need, if you miss your best friends, we'll just hang with us. Yeah, exactly. Well, something we mentioned um, once before in a previous podcast, early on, I think, um, has actually helped me in my life. I put it into action. I love that. I thought it was funny. We brought it up very briefly on a podversation and you had an aha moment and we were like, you know what, we're, we need to have a whole podcast about this idea. And so we sort of tabled it. Now we're bringing it back Um, because I, this week have sort of put it into, well, actually, a couple weeks ago sort of put it into action and the notion is that you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with and google cracks me up because when i i wanted to give the person who said this the first time the like proper credit yeah proper credit That's nice so you google it and it comes up as jim Rohn. jim Rohn is a, a huge entrepreneur he's been gone for a while but a huge entrepreneur he's a motivational speaker but when you google it people try to own it i was also laughing that this tim ferris guy last year tried to pretend like he uh said <laughs> he it. was the original yeah exactly uh tony Rock. Robbins has tried to say it, but this guy apparently said it years and years ago. So we're giving the credit to Jim Rome. But anyways, the point is, is that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And so we had mentioned that and I kind of let that sink in. And I was like, okay, well, the five, who, let me first identify who are the five people that I spend the most time with. And I realized (laughs) that some of those people are not by choice of my own because you spend so much time at work, right? Like if I had my choice, I'd be spending a lot more time with you and with Falcon and your mom. You know what I mean? Like your best friends. But on a day in, day out basis, it's Jay, Cody, my mom, because I talk to my mom every day. So even though I'm not physically with her I think you spent a lot of yeah. mental time mental with her. time with her and then the, the rest of the slots are filled out with co-workers that's interesting Lamont Tonelli and Baby Huey yeah I, I see them more than I really even oh I see them way more than I see my husband I totally I can completely you know I mean? identify with that yeah especially because you and I both live opposite schedule lives with our spouses I work afternoons my husband's gone at like five o'clock in the morning he doesn't get up till three exactly i leave at one and i'm home at seven right so jay and i usually like high five each other as we're meeting in the middle of the day when i get home from work and he's leaving for work and then we get about 45 minutes at night that's it same yeah so that's true so, and but then your coworkers, see, yeah but my coworkers, i'm i spend at least five 
hours a day with and because of the nature of your and my position we work in broadcasting it's not like we just see these people that we work with we sit and have intimate conversations for hours on end we're on the air together having conversations for five hours a day right and but well and a lot of that is prep beforehand and afterwards because that's what kind of I guess, creates these conversations that end up on the air. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's so, a lot of time. It is. And so I've been thinking about each person and how they affect me personally. Like, what am I picking up? What are the traits that I'm picking up from them? And then I also started thinking about, okay, well, those are the people that I'm like, I physically talk to the most. But also, think about the people that are in your head. Podcasters. There is nothing more oh. intimate than somebody who is literally in your earbud. Right. That you're right? listening to. That you're listening to. You're giving your time to That's every true. day. Because I give my time to podcasters. I listen to, you know, specific podcasts every single morning while I put on my makeup. So those people, they don't even know who I am. But they're a huge influence on my life. That's a good point. Isn't that a trip? That is a trip. And when you think about it, yeah, no, that is very, very strange. I almost feel like, you know, that whole thing, you're my friend in my head. Right. Oh, yeah. These people are friends in my head. We might be somebody's friend in their head. I hope so. Isn't that crazy? We promise to be good friends. <laughs> no, well, I mean, the, I feel confident if we are those, if we are coming through your earbuds right now, you, good. Yeah. But good I for mean, you. it also puts it, for it me, puts pressure. it puts pressure on you to go, I need to be that good influence. Yeah. I need to be putting out positivity in the world. I need to be, you know, um, embracing things in my life and then translating them to other people so that they can have goodness from them too. You know, I mean, it really, <laughs> for me, it really makes you think. And so the the funny thing I wanted to bring up to you about it too is I was laughing the other night because Jay and I, we weren't arguing, but he was in business mode. So because we only have 45 minutes a night. So our life. Right? You so relate. So oh because we only have like 45 minutes a night, sometimes he gets home and he's still in work mode. Do you know what I mean by that? Totally. That's so, me because I come home later. Well, I get in work mode. Well, you come home later. Yeah. And also being on the air, you get sort of a bump out of that or mm -hmm. I do. And so coming down off that takes a minute for me. And so I, I, I do that too. I mean, I, it's not just a Jay thing by any means. But Jay was in business mode. And I was like, babe. <laughs> I was like, listen, I've really been thinking about the way that people affect me and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, you're just very intense right now. And I, that energy is like passing on to me and I'm trying to go to bed. And he looked at me like. Is that what you said to him? Totally. <laughs> and he looked at me like, bitch, you crazy. Like, He's but, like, what is going on with my wife? I, was, I know. I was like burning my essential oils. And I had a candle on and I was like, I'm trying to be really calm before I go to bed these days. Oh, and funny. you're just bringing all this like work energy at me. And, and he laughed about it at first and thought I was nuts at first and then I think he got it like I think he was like you're right you're right you're right I need to like I need to transition from work mode into family moment and mode and just calm down because he's getting home as I'm trying to go to bed so right. our energies couldn't be more different right but it was just funny when it kind of came out of my mouth I was like wow like I really <laughs> am <laughs> you're like hold on I know but then I was like well how how good is it if I'm telling people how I want them to affect me <laughs> I don't know if that's really well, Do you know what I mean? Yes. I mean, maybe maybe the, maybe the how you say it next time might be a little yeah. bit more like, okay, maybe he has a little bit of a point there. But it's not even so much that you don't – it's not like you were trying to tell him how to act. Right. It's kind of at that moment you're like, this is what I need from you right now. Right. And I'm trying to relate that in the best way possible. And it just came out blunt. It just came out very unfiltered. It was yeah. like, this is, <laughs> this is what happens. I need from you. But it, it just made me really think. And so I've also taken it into social media. And so this is what I was going to. This is kind of my like hot tip of the day uh, is I was thinking of like on social media, like Instagram, you know, when you're scrolling, which I don't have very much time to do these days. But when I do, I started noticing like this person triggers something 
in me. Uh, this person triggers me to compare or this person triggers me to feel like I need to be this way or that way. And is that positive for me? And start really started thinking about it, and I started unfollowing people. Okay. Right? And, well, and I think that makes sense. Well, here, let me, let, everyone who doesn't know this by now, and hopefully you do if when you're on social media, if you're on Instagram, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Twitter, Snapchat, am I missing any? YouTube, all of it. The, uh, and maybe I will start with Instagram here. There are so many people on Instagram that that is a financial opportunity for them. So, yep, little secret, everybody. What you see in all those profiles that are so pristine and perfect, they are planned that way. They're curated. They're curated, exactly, because they're not necessarily um, – it's it's an avenue for them to reach out to you personally. Yes, absolutely. But it's also an avenue for them to make some money and create a brand so they make a living. And that's right. what they do. So when you see these beautiful profiles – and I get sucked into this right? big time it's because – you know, our, our Candidiva's Instagram is just building. We're just creating, right. you know, some progress with that. And we know in order to compete, we sort of have to fall in a little bit of those lines. Like we have, you know, it's just it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. We don't have to be them, but we have to be our version of that, which is what we're comfortable with. Right. Um, but, you know, so if anyone's looking at these Instagram profiles, just please keep in mind that these people, some of them are amazing and wonderful and offer so much goodness and, you know, great things to offer. But there's also... A little bit, a, a lack of, God, how do I say this nicely? Please, go for it. I'm all about blunt right now. It's like a, la- a lack of authenticity. Right. Because not everybody lives their life with a photographer who can photograph beautiful pictures of them at a photo shoot for one day, and then they spend the next six weeks using those pictures to create a whole Instagram story that make you feel like, oh my God, why isn't my life pink and pretty? So that's just so just so just keep that in mind as we continue this conversation. Go on, I totally Chester. agree, and I couldn't. I I mean, literally, I couldn't be like amen enough. Uh, so if you have, just say it. I know if you have. Oh gosh, I'm trying not to be judgy. If you have a product, or if you or if you're a brand. Like Jenna Kutcher, okay? Let's talk about Jenna Kutcher, who I love. We love. She's she a is, wonderful podcast. Yeah, Gold Digger podcast. You Check turned her on, uh, on to me. Me to onto her, whatever. Um, she has a brand and she sells products and she's like a whole thing. That makes sense to me totally. a little bit more, right? Because I'm like, I'm not seeing a lot of her personal life. I'm seeing her brand. I get that. But then I, I have friends who I'm like, mm, you're not a brand. But I know, I know that they have had photographers come into their home and take really pretty pictures of them on multiple occasions. And that's what they post. And they're not a brand and they're not selling anything. They're just trying to be like an Instagram sensation star Star. or something I don't know I think that's the difference well I think in order so a lot of how you build a brand or a lot of how maybe you get companies that are interested in you Mm -hmm. is create is being that person is sort of creating some sort of buzz about who you are the problem is is it's getting to a point where there's so many of that online where if you're not offering some sort of service or something for people that they want out of this post right. or this picture, it's not going to be fruitful. It's, I agree. It's not – It's you're wasting money and time and, and effort. I, and because I think people like you and I, uh, we're, not, um, we're not special in the fact that we've, we're reading through these, right? That we're seeing no. – we're seeing right through that. I think everyone else is seeing right through I hope too. so. They're like – what, the paparazzi took that picture of you as you were coming out of, like, right. a restaurant? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, legitimately, I saw one this morning on Instagram, oh God, and I, I was like, show me this later. I know, and I was like, <laughs> okay. I, I, it just didn't make any sense to me. That's why I'm okay, and this is, like, totally looking behind the curtain right now. I am totally okay with our Candidivas Instagram, Facebook, or whatever being 
far more just us. Yeah, and I think that you get that authenticity there for sure. And I don't think if you and I ever got to a point what our like what we serve, what we offer is more of an opportunity for people to better their lives. Yeah. You know, and that's the opportunity the to have Davis. relationships and communication. Like I think that's what we offer. Yeah. Like we don't necessarily offer, you know, beautiful it's, you know, photos for you to use on your Instagram pages. Right. You know, that kind of stuff or home goods or anything like that. So I think there is a distinct difference. Absolutely. But you do, I mean, you, there is a fine line of someone trying to create that idea mm-hmm. and perception mm-hmm. versus someone who's creating that idea and perception that seems real. And and what do you get off of those things? That's what I've been like every single person I follow like as they pop up. I'm far more if I have 5 seconds to be on Instagram, I'm far more interested in the stories right now that seems to be like more yeah. popular. And so as somebody's story starts, I'm like, okay, number one, do I really care about this? Because I'm I'm spending my time even if it's 5 minutes. I'm spending 5 minutes of my day do I care about what this person has to say? And then if I do care, what am I getting out of it? Is it feeding me positivity? Is it making me laugh? Do I feel connected to them because they're a friend? If they are a brand, is it something that I'm interested in purchasing or that would help me? If not, they are, they're they're getting unfollowed because I have found that it's either it's a lot of people, it's either negativity or it, it, it spurs something in me, like a comparison or like, oh, I should be doing this or I should be doing that or I need to do this better. And like, no. Oh, I'm good with where I'm at. Like, I'm good with my goals. Like, Chasta knows what she wants. She knows her goals. Like, I need to settle into my journal and focus on that and not compare myself. And I think people get wrapped up in that so quickly. So while you're thinking about the five people that are surrounding you, you need to look at your social media as a person. You could consider that yeah. as an entity because you, you spend a ton of your time. I know you do because we all do on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. So you just make that a person. It's like, okay, here are four people I spend my most time with, humans, and then social is five. Right. So treat that person and then curate your social to benefit you in the way that you want to be benefited. Well, I think that's a good idea. And I think the big difference in that is that, I mean, whenever I'm on social, it's because it's for me. You Mm -hmm. know, I want to look at things that I enjoy, that I like, news and information that I find interesting. Right. And I hope, like, I want to offer that to everybody else. So... I, I'm brutal with that. Like if I start seeing, like if I find, you know, start seeing people or people commenting on certain things, I'm just like, delete, Beep, delete, done, block yeah. out. I am totally, I, it, did you just get to a certain point? I think especially in our jobs mm-hmm. where we deal with some of that on occasion, yeah. we call them quote unquote the haters. Right. Um, oh yeah. That it's just, it's just part of, it's just part of our job. You know, someone will always have something to say about your opinion because you offer your opinion on a public, a public platform. So you have to be okay and ready for that kind of feedback yeah. and negativity at times. Sometimes it's wonderful and positive sometimes it's not so nice um and we experience that all the time so when it comes to my social media that is my decision Mm -hmm. that is my personal voice and platform right like I'm not representing a radio station right when I'm Gianna Franco that's me yeah you know I know it's my job I know it's who I am I know it's a part of me but yeah I just you got to be brutal and I think that's a good idea to take the social media perspective as well as the people perspective Mm -hmm. you know because it takes up so much of our space in our lives it does our time and our energy you know and and I mean and people joke about those people on Facebook that talk politics or whatever and it's funny it's because there there are so many of those it's funny that you and I have always we've dealt with the spotlight for as long as we've been in radio because 
we're in radio, right? That was like a natural spotlight. But now everyone has their own little spotlight. Yeah. Because social media gives a platform to every person. And it, cre- it can create major buzz very fast. It can. And it also can create monsters. <laughs> this is true. I mean, it can create people who think that their opinion matters a little bit more than everyone else. And so, you know, I've seen a lot of those too as I've been kind of going through and cleaning house. And I don't want to be that person. I, I cannot stand with people go on Facebook. They're like, I'm cleaning house. So if you made the cut then feel special like no shut up like <laughs> I hate that I'm not saying I'm not saying it in that way I'm saying for me for personally for the vibe and the energy that I'm getting off social I am going through and just paying more attention to what I'm getting out of people's posts that's all and I would I'm just the point of this podcast is to recommend that you do that too and you consider that as somebody who is influencing your life and I think you know it's Again, keep in mind that everyone puts their best foot forward 90% of the time on Facebook. It's their highlight reel. It is. It's like it is you want everyone to see the happy, wonderful things that you're doing in your life. And sometimes they'll put the negative and sad too. But for the most part, it's all the wonderful things that are happening. So I think you have to take a, you know, everyone has to take a step back sometimes and think, okay, not everyone's life is this perfect. It's not always pink and pretty. Right. That's my new thing. It's, this is not pink and pretty. (laughs) Pink and pretty. Well, and just know that when the photographers there shooting pink and pretty, their house has probably exploded behind them. Oh, for sure. You're getting a... You know, on your screen, you're getting a two inch by two inch version of that person. Totally. The rest of their house is probably upside down. They could be in a fight with their husband. Their work could be chaos. I mean, just know that that is a blip of their life. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? I post, so Dolan's Lumber Doors and Windows, one of my endorsements at my radio station, mm-hmm. 95.7 The Game, and they were, you know, beautiful windows in our home because of them. All of this stuff. Yeah. Hashtag ad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> By the way, do you know your voice is on the bone, too, in those commercials? Oh, is it? Not the part where you say I'm Gianna Franco, but I reckon. I saw these beautiful, gorgeous doors. Yes, yes. I can hear every time you come on, I'm like, that's my best. That is so funny. Cracks Um, me up. So uh, the the thing with that is, I mean, and if I'm going to post a picture about these gorgeous windows that they helped put in our home, I'm going to make it a beautiful picture. So, P.S., when you see my gorgeous bathroom (laughs) pictures, everything that is messy, dirty towels, laundry, it's in the tub. (laughs) Like you cannot, because you don't. keeping it real. I mean, seriously, because you cannot see any of that when my beautiful pictures. So, but how about them windows? Right. (laughs) Okay. And that's the whole, and so That is exactly my point. Keep that in perspective, people. Right. Keep that in perspective. (laughs) Them windows are rocking, but all my shit's in my tub. Exactly. So you just, I, I, and I think that, I don't, I don't know, it helps people <laughs> go through their life. When I think of the, like the people that I surround myself with, yeah. it's my husband, my mom, my son, and then I, you know, Damon Bruce, who I work with on, on, at the station, Albie's our producer and Elena is our producer slash board op. Like those are the people I spend the most time with at yeah, work and yeah. so forth. I will tell you this. Oops. Phone call. Sorry, radio. Um, (laughs) I will tell you this, that one thing about having a child, it makes me a happier person. Oh, God, yeah. So I think that having him as part of my little circle of people that I hang out with, that influence me, like change the game a little bit. And that probably maybe does for you as well, having Kodo. Because it's like you walk out the door and you're like, yeah, this deal was crappy. But man, it like I'm going to go home to the cutest kid on the planet. Oh, as soon as I walk in the door, my whole world, my whole perspective changes for the for the happier. Even if he's having a crap day, he'll do something or make a face or some. I'll find some way to laugh at him in yeah. a good way, laugh with him. But it's, it's that. It makes you happier. And it also just, it really keeps me in such clear, crisp perspective. 
like on what matters. Totally. And it helps you take things less seriously. Oh, God, like, yeah. There's certain things that would have bugged the heck out of me until I became a parent. And I'm like, why do I care? I, I don't care anymore. Why should I care? There's another podcast we need to do because I was laughing at myself the other night because I was at home and Jay was in L.A. at a gig and I was like, <sighs> like I took a big breath and I was like, wow, I remember a couple years ago, I was like so needy. I was kind of <laughs> needy. Like, see, I'm not kidding. I was like, I needed to be around my husband. I needed to be in the mix with him. I needed this. I needed that. And like now what I need is mommy time. Like I, when baby's in bed, yeah. if daddy's in a light playing a gig, I'm like this. <gasps> that's all I need aren't like, you just like go 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 have go have fun and it's not that I don't want to be there because it Absolutely. would obviously be fun it's probably a lot more of the fact that I don't have energy for these things anymore. well and you have so much to do but I also have found a real I mean I hate to be kumbaya here but it's the truth I have found after having a child I have found so much more depth in my soul and so much more peace and calm within myself I am totally fine having a night alone oh my god i am totally okay with that yeah me too because i think being a mom and i and if you're a busy woman you have this issue too it's not just about being a mom let me make that clear but i think in being a mom the the shock most shocking thing for me was is that prior to being a mom i did not realize how much control i had over my own time (laughs) and how much you don't have control over your own time as a mom or privacy you don't. All Even I if you want to go take a poo, you, you're going to have a little grommet either on you or knocking on the door or talking, which, which is fine. But my point is, is that when they're asleep, <laughs> then that time becomes real valuable. It's when you get stuff done. It's when you get things done or it's when you can breathe and just focus on yourself and actually like having thoughts. So it's like it puts a laser beam on that alone time. So you want to make sure that you're spending it in a way that makes sense to you and whatever that way is. And so it it really has changed me drastically. I mean, in so many ways, but that one, it, that's the biggie. It is. A, it is it's big. a biggie. It is big. Because, knock on wood, I'm not, like, if I were, it, it, huh. You can never have this perspective because you would never want to not be without child. But all I'm saying is, is if I had known, I wouldn't do anything different. But man, I would have known that whenever I was childless, going to get my nails done, I would have like been like, "This is such a pleasure." Yeah, like you, like it's almost it's, like you would appreciate it. I would have appreciated time. it just more. The time I mean, there. yeah, no, I understand. Again, I don't want to take anything away, and I don't want anything to change. I'm just saying that as a single mom without children, just know that your time is so beautiful, and you should spend each moment how you want to spend it. Oh, and I don't, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's normal feelings of being a parent. Yeah. Like the bathroom thing. It's, (laughs) I cannot, I cannot tell you. Yeah. Unless my husband takes my son to the park or he's at preschool now. Like starting preschool, (laughs) this is funny. This is, this is behind the curtain parenting right here. Yeah. (laughs) You know, he doesn't go to kindergarten until October of 2019. Right. So we're, you know, it's a year and a half away. He started preschool in August of 2017. Right. And my husband said to me, honey, do we want to just do a year of preschool? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, we're going to do two. Yeah. And he's like, okay, uh, two, three days a week. I'm like, that sounds good. And he's like, and you know, he's like, I don't know if we need two years of preschool. You know, Falcon's very precocious and he's a smart little dude. And, you know, he's like, I'll be fine with just one year. And I just looked at him. Yep. I said, mommy. Yep. Needs mommy needs two years preschool. of preschool. I, amen. And he I was totally like, get you. He looked at me and he's like, well, for, with the extra money, I was like, it's priceless to me. Yeah. <laughs> It is priceless. <laughs> Amen. And he looked at me and he's like, 
all right. It's it like no argument at that point. And it was it is I mean if anyone knows me, I, I like I annoy people at how much I don't and talk about my child. No one loves their children more than us. I like mean, that's, right? that's a pretty it's safe just, statement. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. no, I we're like, obsessed. We're obsessed. obsessed with our babies. Yeah. So trust me, it was it's not even about wanting to spend time with him. It was just about like I saw an opportunity. Yeah, to enrich to his life as well as mine. Exactly. And I was and like, there's nothing okay. wrong with that. No, I think more cr- mommies need to be able to say that out loud. That I need me time. That's okay. Yeah. That is part of self-care. Self-care is sort of becoming a buzzword now, I'm noticing. But that is part of self-care in order to have your me time. And whether you use that to work out, take a bath, get your nails done, read a book, meditate. I don't care. Right. It is so much better for you to be a happier, calmer parent, which is what you get out of self-care. And then you translate that onto your child. You're going to be far more patient, far more able to breathe. Totally. You know, and I I really, I think a lot of moms go their whole lives feeling way too guilty to do that. And they, I think it's a big mistake. There's no shame in that. I There's don't have, no, I have no shame. Like, I, do, do you think your husband has shame when he goes somewhere? Absolutely With, I mean, not. Or he goes like, like my the other day, my husband's like, uh, it's like, honey, you know, I really got to get back into music. I don't do as much. He's like, no one's stopping you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one's stopping you. Go for you. it, kiddo. You know, go for it. Yeah. Just do it. I mean, it is, it is part of the whole process. So it is definitely something I think moms need to pay more attention to. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother side tangent. We tend to do that sometimes, but it, it really, <laughs> It is pretty remarkable how much um, how much brain space I'm using now that I I wasn't before. Right. And maybe maybe that's just part of growing up, you know. Maybe because I was Adulting. joking. My my mother in law turned seventy two this week, and uh, Jay was like, "How old are you? Sixty nine? And we were joking about that. I said, "No, you're twenty seven. Turn it around." And she was like, "There is nothing about twenty seven that sounds good to me." <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, me neither. I twenties are. I'm good being out of my twenties. Yeah, I, like being in my thirties, I'm far. I'm just. I'm far more along mentally, you, and I'm totally happy with that. Far more along. I, ha- mentally. I may have more wrinkles, but I have more brain power too. Wait, more wrinkles, but don't you have a sense of? I, and Maria, I love Maria. Maria is one of our dear friends. If Maria lived here, she'd be on this podcast. Oh God, I God, mean, I wish she lived I here. Don't I think know. there wasn't a cheerleading opening that I was trying to get her. I in. know. Um, <laughs> she's a cheer coach. Uh, but she said something to me the other day. There's I. <laughs> A photographer, a photographer took a picture of me. Um, <laughs> it's my profile picture. Shocking! I look like that every uh-huh. single day. I promise. Yep. Um, she was like, "I swear to God, you." And I'm not. This is. She's like, "Like you, like you're better with age. You are really that example of you're better with age." And I think she's nuts for saying that. No, and I, I'm not I, trying I see to what she's compliment saying. myself, but this is one of my best friends saying yes. that. So it's like, okay, yeah. thank you. And she's like, "You're getting better with age." Da, da, da. And I was like, you know, Maria, it's not even like it was a. It was a a nice picture and all that because it's confidence it is it's just like that you get I confidence don't with age. care anymore amen and i think as women like once you start feeling that you're kind of like i don't know i think it changes things and i think people like look good, feel good play good and Absolutely. it sort of helps your cause because trust me i am 25 pounds heavier than i was when i was 27 <laughs> i you know i the, i have gray hairs coming in yep i mean it is what it is i you know the baby weight it didn't all go away yeah but for some reason like i don't even care i mean i feel better 
Yeah. Because I think I'm just like, you kind of start learning who you are. You do, and, and you own who you are, and you live in your own skin. And I think that's the beauty yeah. of it. Uh, you know, I'm better with age because of, again, the way I think now versus the way I thought then, you know, or the way I pay attention to the thoughts that roll through my head. I mean, I don't know if, you know, body or <laughs> certainly not my face, you know, is any better because obviously hashtag age. But <laughs> but you're right. You start to own things and you start to care less and you start to just be happy. And so if you're in your, you know, teens or 20s listening to this, just know it actually it gets it, better. It gets better. It really don't does. Don't be afraid of turning 30. Remember when we turned 30? We're oh, all my stressed God. out about that. I mean, I heard something on a podcast. This is a great way to actually um, end this conversation because I was like, like literally when she said it, I was like, boom, mic drop. Like it was so fantastic. It was on the Happier podcast. She was talking about big, she was talking about this notion actually about how as you get older, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then she talked about like big numbers, like 30s and 40s and 50s. When you hit that big round number, you know, ways to celebrate. And she said that she has made a a list. She made it for her, I think it was 40th and then 50th, um, of 40 things she wants to do in that year. That's awesome. 50 things she wants to do in that year. So then that year, instead of feeling daunting, I'm turning 40 or 50 or whatever it is, that it gives you something to look forward to. That's a great idea. You know, I'm going to have a dinner a month with my best friend or whatever, like simple things, nothing crazy, not crazy goals. I mean, like literally like I'm going to paint my nails green was one thing she had on her list. That's very cool. You know, but it was cool. And so I was like, wow, that's really, really great. That podcast, by the way, has a lot of tips about being happier. It's called the happier podcast, but it's fantastic. So if you want to do that, we should actually do like a weekly recommendation of podcasts or books. I just, I started watching the Ignite EO Fire something or other. It's this guy's podcast. I wish I could remember the title. Yeah. <laughs> I'll look it up here while we're We'll have to talking. do that on a weekly basis. Um, but it was great because his whole thing is about, it's all about igniting the fire within you to follow your dreams. And it's not even, you know, it's it's not cheesy is what yeah. I like about it. It's, he actually has people on there who, you know, this woman who writes children's books and now she helps people write and publish their children's books. That's great. Those kind of stories. That's and I great. love that kind of stuff. Yeah. You'll have to tell us what it is because that sounds like it's right up my alley. Real quick, before we do wrap this up, I do want to say a big congratulations to someone who is a friend in my head and she has no idea who I am. Who? Her name is Rachel Hollis. She is the author of uh, the book that I've been reading and that I actually just finished up, Girl, Wash Your Face. As I was finishing it up, it hit the New York Times bestseller. No. And I'm telling you what, Gianna, cool. <laughs> literally she went on Facebook. Facebook, I mean, excuse me, Instagram stories. As soon as she found out, she was like, they told me not to say anything, but you guys, I have to tell you because you've been such a big part. And she was crying. And I Aww. found myself sitting in bed, like washing my face or, you know, putting toner on. And I was crying. And That's I was like, cool. I felt so thrilled for her because the book is so vulnerable and you it, it's so raw and you know so much about her by the end that you're just like you're so rooting for this person um and so I sent her like a little Instagram thing a story you know congratulations or whatever and she sent me back a heart emoji and I was like oh my oh, god that's oh cool. my god I was so happy but anyway so it's just it's more proof that you can do anything you want to because she literally, literally moved from Pe- Weed Patch, California to L.A. because she thought she was going to marry Matt Damon. <laughs> Not joking. She actually made an entire move for that. She went to work. Ooh, sorry. I'm sorry. At like where I'm just going to use Universal Pictures as a, um, a 
as an example because I can't remember, but wherever he like was working, she went to work at that studio so that they could run into each other. Oh my god! Like she was like serious, like she's like embarrassed to admit this. But the point is, is that she did all these things. She was following this blind little eighteen-year-old guidance of Matt Damon, and man, the place it took her to start her career and eventually find her husband and and do all the things that she's done she's like you know dream ridiculous like if you're 18 or you're 50 dream ridiculous go nuts and then follow it because you really don't obviously I didn't meet Matt Damon she was like I met him but I didn't marry him and uh, she was like but you know it really did lead me in a path that I was supposed to be in so follow that notion it's a great book it is so I just, so good. It's on my list. Girl, you wash your face. Twice. Now a New York Times bestseller. Congratulations to Rachel Hollis. It's a great title. Yeah. Isn't it? It's a really good title. It really, it's basically like whatever you got going on in your life, wash your face, make it happen. Like just, you know <laughs> what? If you face. cry it out, wash your face, make it happen. That is super cool. Okay. So what do we learn? Surround yourself with the positive <clears throat> people that you can. Yes. Uh, take things with a grain of salt when you're scrolling through Instagram. Be positive and get some me time, mommies. Exactly. And, and realize that social media is putting more into your brain or taking more out of your soul than you may realize. So make sure you're paying attention. Shine a light on that. Treat it as a human who is influencing your life and curate it to what you want. Perfect. Please follow us on Instagram and don't forget to take time to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Helps us out a lot. It's like our tip jar. It's like our tip jar. That's a great way to put it. So give us a little tip. We kind of need some. Exactly. We love you for it. All right. Have a great day.